Welcome to another episode. Too many notes. Music review. Um, today, we have, if you can believe this, we have Wormwoods. 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 I'm going to say it like that. Okay. With their album, their new album, Gamma. Now, this is an atmospheric uh, avant-garde black metal band from Oulu, Finland. Let's have a look. Hmm. Oh, look. <laughs> they got one of those unreadable logos. That, that's that's, that's, yeah, that's award-winning. That's standard issue. That's, that's award-winning. I'd say it's award-winning. <laughs> it's award-winning. Uh, Oulu, Finland. If you didn't know, that's in the north of Finland. It's the most northern city in Finland. Let's take wow. a look at... Uh, this is a one-man band. One man... And uh, there you go. Just um, Nurag Varn. Let's take a look at Nurag. Oh, we have a picture of him. There we go. Let's click on that. And uh, no, on the front page. Oh, oh, that's him over there, huh? Oh, okay. But he's not. You can't see his face though. He's got. He's got something for you. What's he got? Oh, he's got a drink for me. He wants you to try the wine. Absinthe. I think it's absinthe. It's it's absinthe. From the wormwoods. Yeah. Is it absinthe? Uh, comment down below. Um, how do we say his name? Nurag Varn. N don't know if I'm saying that right. Because in Finnish, Nurag. we're not quite finished learning Finnish. You know, no one's finished learning Finnish ever. That's dumb. Um, Nurag Typhon Varn. I don't know. He is credited with everything. Everything. All right. And we are here to celebrate, recommend, review uh, his third album, uh, Gamma. It was released on October 23rd hmm. on Inverse Records. Let's look at the Bandcamp. All right. Over fun, to the Bandcamp. Fun little note on the Bandcamp I found. There's a little bit of French uh, to uh, intro us onto the album. Uh, I guess we'll have a little Francais here. They're multilingual, these people. Dans un mois d'insectes, on voit tous les désastres. Un rang d'azur suffit pour voir passer les désastres. What does that mean? Um... And the death of an insect, uh, we see all the disasters, a um, circle of blue uh, is enough to see the passing of the stars. There's something in the cover. We'll discuss that later. I don't know later. what that means. There, there's some, it has something to do with the cover. We'll discuss that later, though, when we get to the Does cover. Does it? Well, there's bugs on the cover. All right. There's Never. also a note that says the last track was inspired by David Whitaker, who I looked up as a British video game game composer in the 80s on the Atari. Oh. And how obscure. <laughs> was he a popular? Like, I, I guess if you were into that, you probably know who he is. I guess. Yeah, but Atari music was just like beep boop pop beep beep boop pop boop beep. How can that be? Okay, you obviously don't know about David Whitaker. I obviously don't. All right, let us begin to speak about the album. Okay, so um, now for our Here Lies Metal five point bi directional um classification scale classification scale, uh, including um these five categories um genre loyalty which means true to non-conformist uh, listenability which uh, goes from sonic terror to distorted pop right and left production quality uh fisher price to high production musical complexity enough notes to too many notes and just plain fun a fun or focused and please note um this is not a rating scale um each um end 
does not classify positive or negative, but instead it's only to inform the listener as you know as to where um, they fall under our categories. So, all right. True to nonconformist, our genre scale with our genre being what was it? Atmospheric, avant-garde, black metal. That's the most. That's already like a five or a four or. Yeah, anytime you're. We're gonna call the there. the base genre black metal or even atmospheric black metal. This is easily a four point five, at least on this scale. It's got, you could say, some black metal riffs. They're yeah. demented. They're a fundamented take on your black metal riff. Uh, it's got your blast beats, but it also has a lot of other weird drumming on it as well. Um, and it's got synths, but not your typical atmospheric synths. It has synths riffs, refrains, melodic synths, it's very, uh, synth. lead synths. Yeah, it's very synth-centric. Very synth-centric. It's, it's record. Um, and everything on this album is, is menacing in that black metal way, but it's also kind of playful at sections and almost relaxing at parts. I guess you could call that the atmospheric sections. Uh, check out the opening riff on Astralnum. And yes, this is not a normal album. It's a spooky album. Um, the vocals alternate between a low guttural and a high shriek, but they're kind of in the background. They're not super highlighted or anything. Um, but we have, we venture into some other genres as well. We've got some ambient stuff, maybe on like Car Moon. We've got noise elements throughout. I would check out Ozalbo if you want to hear that. Uh, we've got jazzy elements throughout. Um, I would check out the song Subterrain. Nice disturbing synth refrain on that. Uh, that song is pretty epic, actually. Uh, it goes a lot of places. Like Refrains jazzy. just aren't used enough anymore in metal. And it has like an atmospheric, uh, drown out atmospheric section. And then it like brings that synth refrain back mm, but refrain. it's like super this is this is the closest you get to bringing the riff back on this album a feel it's a, good it's time a refrain though <laughs> it's a refrain well it's like a it's a refrain it's like a, a riff maybe that's where it came from it's kind of like a piano like refrain on the piano you, you know where the last time i heard refrain was when i was at church and it, you know we'd read the music and it said refrain right. we have to look up our music vocab here but it brings back this that little jazzy but slightly off-putting refrain and it's even creepier and it sounds like a dying music box um but yes this album is stylistically intense to put it mildly just uh to highlight the song Caractor. uh it has like he he definitely has his own very kind of signature style and throughout so it's it kind of starts out with his signature style it goes to almost a grind section mm. to a noise section it's got some black metal, like tremolos on top of the noise. It does it all. And the synths come in for like a spooky, spooky section with, with like a funky bass that comes in. Uh, back to like his infectious, demented riffing. Uh, back to like death grind. It's and this song is a minute, 43 seconds long. So you are going around through many different styles. However, the traditions are not jarring. Like, I don't know how he does it, but it never feels like you're getting jerked around, though you are literally getting jerked around. It does not feel violent. It feels smooth. So, good job. Wait, what do you mean funky bass? Was he like slapping the bass? I didn't, I didn't no, catch that No, funky part. does not imply <laughs> slap. <laughs> it's like 1991 flea. <laughs> um, all right, so anyway. Um, yeah, Worm, Wormwood um, has to only be true to one person, and that's um, Mr. Wormwood himself. Um, 
And um, that's all that matters, okay? We don't, it doesn't matter if it's true or nonconformist. Uh, this type of music doesn't stay true to any specific genre. Um, vocals and guitar riffs and key structure are, are you know, are, are black metal for the most part. But um, they won't let you enjoy a riff for too long. So you're like, oh, I like that riff. He's not going to give it. He's just going to move on. I got more shit. I got more shit to talk about. You know, he's, he's not going to give you, a, you know, more than a measure of that thing. And he's just going to keep moving. So, you know, but that's him. It's not for you. He wrote it. Okay. It's not for your enjoyment. Comment down below, uh, Mr. Um, All right. On our sonic terror scale, how terrifying is this? It's fairly terrifying. We're giving it a two for sonic terror. Fairly. Fairly terrifying. What What is ameliorating it um, is that the, it is kind of catchy and listenable, mm. but even at its catchiest moments, it's like spooky. It's off-putting. It's dissonant. It's like atonally catchy. Foreboding? It's creepy. It's creepily catchy. Ominous. Uh, it's very ominous. Ominous. And of course, it does have intense black metal sections that almost get to grind at points that are very unrelenting like we've got some very extreme blast beats on here um but and some more laid-back ambient sounding jazzy sections they get jazzy these people so yes it, it it's alternating like like the we have frightening black metal sections that are frightening because it's you know intense black metal and we have just creepy uh, more atmospheric sections, so it's like it's hitting you on both in, in multiple angles. <laughs> all all at once. It's like being, or it's like being quartered, maybe being pulled apart by all angles, just opposite. Anyway, um, the Sonic Terror is based on the, the rating of Sonic Terror it, it received. It's based on like the sheer, to me, is based on the, the sheer complexity of the song, which is always gives me Sonic Terror. Is when a song, like especially a metal song, is like, Burr! and I'm like, ah. You know, and, and, and that's, um, you know, and perhaps, you know, he gets a little growly and death metal on his vocals, right? Um, so, yeah, that always gives you a, kind of an automatic sonic terror, right? You know, that's not pleasing to the ear for the most part, I would say. Um, the instrumentation, however, is not, you know, the guitars and bass and stuff, I mean, it's not, like, brutal sounding. It's not, like, trying to be, like, it's not, you know, um, you know, the guitars and bass aren't like super heavy and I don't think, you know, that's, that's like not, you know, I don't think it's a mistake. I think that's, you know, that's how no. they intended it. And, um, it's rather pleasantly, you know, to give it points in the other direction toward, towards the right, it's rather pleasantly orchestrated, um, utilizing synths, which are, you know, which might sound scary, but they're, you know, they're not harsh to the ear. Um, you know, a very efficient and effective, ma effective man manner of synth. Not in like an overuse of synth. Even though synths are dominant, it's not. It's, they don't feel forced. They feel very necessary to what he's doing here. All right. Me. On our production scale, I think this contributes a lot to the listenability. I gave this a 2.5 on the Fisher-Price side, but it sounds good. So it's like DIY good, you know. Mm. It's not totally clean, but it's warm. Uh, particularly the drums that are very warm. The bass, when you can hear it, the bass gets a little lost in the mix sometimes, but on the more sparser sections, you hear this very nice warm bass tone. And he uses these, he really likes these warm tones on the synths as well. It's like a, I want to call it like a wood chime. Yeah, that, that is. I don't know what wood chime sounds like, but uh, I'll take I should have looked that up. What, yeah. what does a wood chime sound like? I don't like? know. What is it? Uh, Comment down below. Play it's like one. A, it's like a woody, a woody sound on the synth that he uses a lot. He uses a number of different sounds. Uh, synth sounds, it's like a pleasing, 
pleasing Gentle. smorgasbord of sounds on this album, and they're all pretty warm. Even the black metal parts are pretty warm, um, and I think that goes a long way to make this be as listenable as and as pleasant as it can be. It's warmly ominous. You know, the synths. It's like a dense, warm feel to mm-hmm. this album. It's like foresty almost. Wormwoods, woodsy. You figured that out. Um, my turn. Um, um, so this is very spot on for a one man effort, and that's like a whole different like scale. When one man is doing it, you got really got to give him, you know, you, you got to give him some like handicaps, I guess. Because like one, think about how hard that must be. Um, so you got to give him credit. Um, the guitar you can't is, tell it's a one man band. No, I couldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't think it was if I heard this. Or no one told me. I would not assume. Um, there's some people you could, and this is not one of them um the guitars aren't trying to be like i said before guitars aren't trying to be super crushing or brutal um the bass isn't dominant it's not really the focus of this you know which is fine um the guitars appear to be tuned down to me you know comment down below if that's true um but they're very progressive um very clangy you know and uh, only slightly distorted which gives them more of like a you know like a, a higher um cut through rate like they're really kind 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 you know they're very kind of abrasive and i think that's what he's going for they kind of you know they kind of attack your ears a little more at that whereas the distortion kind of maybe softens them up a little bit you know gives them a little more harmonic qualities um but the meat of this production is in the drums the drums are very dominant in the mix and so i'm assuming you know um mr wormwood is a is a drummer you know he's a real live drummer i don't think these drums are fake or anything on the program i think he really laid down those drums if that's true tell us how you did the drums if you're if you're listening uh mr wormwood Yes, that, that leads right into our note scale. How many notes? There's a lot of notes. We got a four for too many notes. And mainly it's the drums. I, I agree. I I got the conclusion from this that this guy is definitely a drummer. Yeah. The drumming is intense on this album and it's perfect. Yeah. And it's interesting. So Do you, do you want to be our drummer? My drummer? Maybe. <laughs> he doesn't need you. I know. No one he, needs me. He doesn't need anybody. He's doing all of this all by himself. And that's not to say any, you know, the rest, like the synths are also, I would say, almost as highlighted as the drums on this. Um, I mean, he's not playing anything completely, like, ridiculously intricate with the synths, but it's not, like, easy synths either. either. It's not, like, at, just total atmospheric chords. Yeah, it's not Rick Wakeman, but it's, like, you know, it's it's filling in, you know, he's, he's not, like, a pro synth player. I don't think he is, you know, but he knows his chords. He knows where they belong, which is half the battle. Yeah, uh, guitar solos are mainly just like creepy noodling. I would say. Yeah, well, he's doing those black metal cuts. You know, he's doing the just doing the black. But metal. he has like some solos too. Yeah, not he can do it. Not just the tremolos, um, but yeah, and also just the song composition just lends itself to too many notes. Uh, there's really no clear format. It's uh, linear, linear songwriting, uh, very musically complex. Um. Well, if your line it's linear, if your line is drawn like this, but um, you know that's still a line though. <laughs> that the line doesn't have to be straight, right? It could be like this, right? So anyway, a lot of notes, uh, all kinds. Every note counts. Um, in fact, the men to notes ratio <laughs> is way off and kind of in the favor of the notes. There's a lot more notes than you. They are men. They are Mister Wormwood. Okay, because there's only one of you, and how many notes are they? Thousands? Millions? I don't know. So they're going to beat you in a fight. Anyway, uh, if your notes ever went against you, so don't piss them off. So yes, the songs um, lack the standard song format uh, familiar to 
the West or, or perhaps the Earth. Maybe the Earth. <laughs> the, not just the West, but the Earth. That's that's impressive. The Earth. the Earth, the Earth, right? So you're an alien, perhaps. Maybe more this dimension. Maybe you're an insectoid. This dimension. 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 Something. But you're you're onto something, Mister Wormwood. Um, and um, doesn't mean there isn't a form. We just it's just cannot be or or having trouble deciphering it as unenlightened uh, listeners. And perhaps there is enlightened. Maybe the insect people. Could understand this? Tell us your story. We are not enlightened. We no, are Cretans. No, no. I'm a, I am a mouth-breathing guy. You're wearing a man of war shirt. I'm a mouth-breathing <laughs> man of war listening <laughs> oaf. All right. Fun. Is this album fun? I actually do think it's fun. I'm going to give it a two for fun. Hmm. Uh, you know, it's got a lot of weirdo keys and chords, and mm-hmm. it just it just oozes this creepy, otherworldly horror that's atmosphere. Usually, that's usually not fun, but but it's like it's kind of like playful as mm-hmm. well. Like those synth melodies, they're creepy, they're dissonant, but they're playful. Um, they're jaunty. jaunty. It's like jaunty. What does that mean? They're like jauntily wrong, <laughs> uh, and. And also kind of like oddly peaceful at times. Yes, they give you peace to your end. You're uh, at peace with your end. Uh, yes. And I, I liked that the last song, uh, Nyx, kind of takes you down easy. Like the synths sound like they're breathing. They're like just breathing. And you get this like little psychedelic guitar noodling on top of it. It's like the album knows what it did to you. It's like, I'm sorry. Quite a masterpiece, Mr. Work. Do you think this was fun? I can't decide. Um... <laughs> Perhaps uh, all the well-coordinated and, um, you know, and, and involved uh, long and tedious nights of frustration at the studio involved the making of this. Maybe it was like, you know, that's because that's not fun, right? Like if you're in the studio, just like doing it over, doing it over, doing it over, trying to, you know, and he's alone too. So, you know, um, so that's, you know, that, you know, if that was the situation, then that's not fun or versus, you know, maybe he just. But isn't the music fun? Well, it depends on how he thought of it. To no, me. I think I would, we're speaking experientially. Okay, here. so if I'm listening to it, um, uh, n- no, I'm concentrating. So no, it's not fun. If, if, but I'm I trying to get, fun. I'm trying to get you in his fun? head. I'm, I'm, I'm not, no, and that's not a bad thing. But you know, so I'm gonna have to disagree on that. But um, you know, but maybe when he made this, uh, he just you know got it all down in one take, and you know got high, and uh, you know he just you know smoked a joint. And uh, made some dinner, and uh, we're not went we're home. not arguing how easy it was to make. Well, that's concerning to me. That 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 is a major factor. I'm sure this was very difficult to make. Uh, what if it wasn't? What if he's like, yeah, I just did that in a night. He's I a had genius. He's like, I went to he's McDonald's. Like, he's like Mozart was all composed in his head. He uh-huh. didn't have to do any retakes. Uh-huh. And Salieri <laughs> all couldn't figure all it. by himself. Salieri just couldn't understand. He's like, I just don't fucking get this. And he was so mad. Then you then he got mad, and he made Mozart kill himself. All right, let's look by at that drink. album art. <laughs> okay, so um, so so if you, if there's any like Italian guys dressed, you know, that work for the king, just avoid them, Mister Wormwood, because they're gonna try to make you drink yourself to death by driving you crazy. Okay, that's what All jealousy right. does. So this is an original painting by Liar. Oh, so, that was the credit. Oh, so is this was this made for the album or is this um? Take? It, that is what it said. It said original painting. So it was original. This was an I, original. I don't know if that means. I don't know what that means. Maybe it was just me. Uh, I love this painting. <laughs> so, what do you think is going on in this painting? Uh, this, this painting is 
completely representative of what the album sounds like because you have this very nice but kind of weird purple mm. landscape. The, the okay, so like put, it's nice, but it looks a little bit unnatural and strange. The background looks like a Yes album. I think Yes right? is comparable to this. Just the background, but look closely. <laughs> this whole experience. Okay, but look look uh, closely what's going on in the foreground. Like examine what's going on there. And so then you have this like nice kind of otherworldly background, and then you have oh. Oh, we've got this uh, jarring uh, insect Insectoid. monster. Insect. It um, seems to have a baby. A proboscis going into the baby's head. Into the head. And also out of its arms. So it's like the baby, it's, it looks like okay. it's evolved to take a, to para- I don't even know if you can call it a parasite because that baby's obviously dead. Maybe. Maybe it's dead. It's not an earthly baby. Well... I don't know. Okay. Uh, so it's got some kind of symbiotic relationship with this baby going on. Uh, it's is it's, the baby in control? It's you know no maybe it's using the baby's brain brain force to, to activate its own. <laughs> maybe the baby is the predator, and the baby's connecting its proboscis to the bug, and it's going down to the bug's stomach because the baby's like tied to it. Maybe the baby's in control. But like if you the, look, like the babies are like we're weak. And so what we have we to do help. is connect ourselves to these insect predators. Yeah, and we can hunt with the, with their body. There's another little insect guy in the back. He's he looks a little, he's a little different. Yeah, he doesn't have anything. Maybe that's the female he's of the species. A, I think that's, weird. The, that's the, maybe the female of the species. Um, but look here to the left. It looks like baby tree. Either they mm. store the babies on this tree. The babies grow from trees and they pick the babies. This is there's a lot going on here. Oh yeah, you can see in the tree in the back too. Look down here, there's cocoons, and there's another. Those ones are like ready. There's another bug down here, and he's like, "This is my tree." So they're growing babies. But that's his. He's like, "Get the fuck away from my tree! (laughs) Don't even think about coming down by my tree." So that this album sounds like this painting. We've got a nice, nice like the background is like the nice synth interlude parts, and then we've got the crazy black metal sections, which are the bugs with the babies. Look back here. There's like a giant bug. Is that, a, is, that a giant, is that a bug? Is that a giant bug? It's coming to get them? I don't know. Um, Mr. Wormwood, tell us. Was I don't know if this painting was commissioned for your album or it was always a painting. Maybe it was the inspiration it, for the album. Maybe it was the inspiration. But tell us about this painting because this is one of the most interesting pieces of, you know, we always talk about the artwork every time we do a review. So, but yours is probably in the top five. Oh, easily. Of maybe top three of most interesting that really just um, just activate my imagination to find out what's going on here you know uh so yeah so comment down below most importantly comment down below about this painting what you think about it mr wormwood what's his real name i keep calling him mr wormwood it's Nurag varn Nurag i'm sure varn. that's not his real name either mr wormwood um you can call him mr wormwood mr wormwood that's easier it's for wormwoods us, actually us mouth breathing man of war fans uh mr wormwoods uh, so yeah, we, this is a this is a a kind of a masterpiece. You should be very proud of yourself. So for making this. So I hope you could you watch this. I hope you contact us about this album. And uh, thank you for making it. So uh, yeah, for all you fans out there, check out um, his Bandcamp and his metal archives for more information and merch. Okay, thank you very much. Wormwood Scammer. Check it out. <laughs>